I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast. Two guys, one cup, grand final edition live show. We come to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain. And joining me is a man who was sacked as Chief Physician of the GWS. It's Adam Rosenbach. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Yes. I'm the man who said to Phil Davis, mate, you'll be fucking fine. Um, You've got two calves. You don't need a second one. Jack Rewalt, he's cooked. You'll be fine, mate. Nothing will go wrong. And then um, I was proven incorrect. What about Lockie Whitfield? What advice do you have for that? Well, Lockie Whitfield, I actually... um, I did his uh, operation of the appendix and I didn't realise that when I pulled the appendix out, I also uh, pulled out his ability to play footy. (laughs) So that's... um, It didn't go very well. So I've lost my job, mate. I'm out of a job again. Do you think there was a bit of backlash for Phil Davis for putting his hand up when he clearly wasn't fit? Absolutely. Do you think he'd have the captaincy taken off him? Yeah, yeah. I, I think he should um, probably never play again. Like, just really make a point of it. So uh-huh. if anyone else wants to even think about doing that, you go, you fucking ruined everyone's life. Have you or had... your teammates. They should... He shouldn't go back on the plane with them. Like, yeah, they should sure. separate themselves. Have to Phil drive Davis. back in a shitty car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got to get an Uber back or something like that. Yeah, he's got to cut the man bun. Yeah, okay, okay. Get, di- get disfigured so he's not beautiful anymore. Yeah, get Toby Green to rake his eyes. <laughs> I wish he'd fucking gouge my eyes out so I didn't have to watch that shit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was great theatre, though, wasn't it? Who booed Toby Green in the crowd here? Oh, really? Not that man? Okay. But it was great theatre when he got it, and but they booed him. Yeah, I fucking love him. I love him as well. Who likes Toby Green? Who hates Toby Green? <laughs> so about 50-50. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think he's fantastic. And, um, it's good for the game. And he's good for surgeons. Eye surgeons and <laughs> optometrists and stuff. Yeah, sure. And he's... What are you going to say, Michael? <laughs> What's running through your head here? His fucking dad loves to fucking have a good time, doesn't he? <laughs> no, we need to get Will up for that. Yeah, okay. We'll get yeah. Will up here. We'll talk about this. Will Anderson, please. Will Anderson! <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Uh, where did you guys watch the game yesterday? Can we go I was just that? at home. You didn't go this year, Will. No, I didn't go this year, and I liked that. It was fun. It was, like, it was fun to watch it at home. You forget that like, it's mostly for the people at home. They design the thing. For, you can hear the music and the pre-game entertainment. You concentrate on it. Everyone was like mad about the pre-game entertainment like, today. I, like, I, on the TV... I was loving it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a pre-match entertainment at the AFL Grand Final more than... Now, admittedly, also, I can smoke pot at home and I can't do it. Sure. So, sure. Well, might be, that, that might have something to do with it, but I like Tones and I. I was like, oh, 
Aren't they young people? So <laughs> she did the hit and then like another one. Did they just yeah. kind of do two songs? She started yeah. with the other one and then she got to the hit. Okay. Which was good. Dance yep. Monkey. That mm. was fun. I, I was like, like it. Wow, oh, this is the song that young people like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was fun. I like that. And you don't play that on Triple M though, do you? Uh, Dance Monkey. Yeah. No, no, no. No, okay. No. But you play Paul. Ke you you would play Paul Kelly's, wouldn't you? Bloody Paul Kelly. Yeah. Of course you do, mate. Yeah. It's the home of rock, sport, and comedy. Yeah. <laughs> rock, sport, and Paul Kelly. You know, love Paul Kelly. Yeah. I reckon they should sign Paul Kelly to a 30-year deal. Yeah. I just every year, just do two-year songs, Paul. Yeah, sure. Which ones do you do? I didn't get there in time for that kind of stuff. I walked, I got, I got oh, it. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> fuck off. Here we go. Here we go. You missed, you weren't there. No. That was like, what, half an hour before the game? Yeah. You were just like, oh no, I'll get there later yeah. than that. I just strolled in, just beautiful work. So the... the Kicked off at 2.30. What time did you saunter on through? I saunter in about, about, I reckon about 10 past two. I got into the actual arena. Like, I got in towards my seat um, when Mike Brady was up there playing one from the new album. Um, I don't know what he... I didn't recognise it. Hey, Mike, are you... Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> I'm on the wing. <laughs> and, um, and then I went up to my seat, yeah, because I wanted to see them come out. I actually wanted to see what the noise was going to be like when the Giants came out. So you were on level three? Level four as well at the top. Yeah, row R. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. How um, was it in the members? It was fine. It was fine. It was yeah. very delightful. And, you know, there was, you know, Jeff Butlers that would bring you scones yeah. and tea. And How was the three-quarter time foie gras? <laughs> yeah, sure. The rabbit-tureen this year wasn't so like, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it's a completely fine experience. And I stuck around for the whole game. Like, you I didn't get off to the bar or anything. Watched the whole thing. You said that there were people, someone in there wearing their Melbourne cap. Yeah, yeah. The thing I find, like, going into the grand final, they go, like, don't advertise that you're taking somebody's seat. Like, by the way, if there are any Richmond fans who didn't get to go last year, it's, uh, it, was, it, was, it was me. Um, but, but, yeah, I saw a couple of guys wearing fucking Melbourne caps. I saw a guy fucking wearing an MCC cap. And I was like, you fucking hell. Fuck off, Dad, you fucking wanker. <laughs> It's like, do you want to advertise? Like, that's when, that's the kind of person Toby Green's dad should be headbutting. <laughs> yeah, we should call him in. Do you get one? Do you get one with your membership, a cap? Is that, like, do you have to buy it? Where I don't you think you get a little starter kit. No, it's like, you know, okay, here's the membership card. Season. Yeah. Here's your, here's your, yeah. um, here's your, you know, your, uh, joke. <laughs> membership to Xavier? I was going to say, here's yeah. your membership to Scotch. I changed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went to Xavier. Fuck yeah, off. Fuck and, uh, <laughs> so did Bill Shorten. Okay, uh, that's not a good point. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so, but I stuck around for the whole game and then stuck around for the, um, the ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really cool. That was great to watch. And then I um, bumped into a mate and had a couple of drinks. Oh, pretty hardcore. And, um, uh, and then... So there was no band? Was there no... There, was a performance There afterwards? was, yeah. So I waited around. I thought I'd wait around. This is for the show as well. I thought I'd wait around to see the players come out again. Mm -hmm. And then I went down to Swan Street, actually, for the show as well, just to kind of have a bit of a look around and see what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was really cool. Who went down to Swan Street? And how, how long were you there for? Like, what time did you get back? Late? 1 a.m.? Yeah. Could you get in anywhere? Like, with the bars? Yeah, they were open. Shoppers. There were a couple of bottle shops I saw, like BWS's, which was shut. I think they barricaded them pretty quickly. <laughs> so two years ago when they won and everyone was crammed into Liquorland, and Mick Malloy tells his story, and they were just started going, Oh, we're from Liquorland. <laughs> So it was a tough day for GWS and BWS. <laughs> Look at that. Rolling round of applause. <laughs> and, yeah, so I think, I think in 2017, yep. I think they were caught by surprise. I think that was more a spontaneous party. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and then this one, the, the streets were cordoned off. So oh, okay. at so the Punt Road, properly. that was cordoned off. And were then, they doing the haircuts? Uh, yes, they were. Who we call it? Uh, what's the place where you get a beer and you can then get the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. But Dr. Follicles, Dr. Follicles, yeah, they were yeah. doing that. Um, Not a real doctor. There were lots of people at the... <laughs> Uh, there were lots of people at the pubs. The corner hotel was like going forever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, people kind of. It was kind of like spontaneous group. So there was one bit that had like massive, like in a kind of Lex, Lex, uh, Lennox and Swan. That okay. was kind of the main action. That was the heat of it. And so spontaneous kind of things would come up, like the Richmond song. Um, and how, then, how was it getting down there? Like, did you have to? Had they blocked off Punt Road? No. It was actually, if everybody, if no chairs in here, everybody stood up, it'd be like walking through that like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, down Bratton Avenue, across Punt Road, and then. No, no, no. That, well, yeah, that was already blocked off by the fact that people needed to go to Richmond Station. This is really just a ge- dra- geographical story now, yeah. actually. <laughs> and so there's a big kind of... It felt like it was an interesting <laughs> detail to get bogged down like, in, to be honest. It was, it was a group like this, like, you know, six, 7,000 people, and they spontaneously would start chanting the Richmond song, and like, there was a guy with a trombone who got on the shoulders and started doing that, and then there were also... Had he been of, at the footy? Uh, or is this not? just like a big night if you've got a trombone? Like, are you sitting... Is this like trombone Christmas? You're like, yeah. fucking, I can get out in a crowd. Yeah. I don't even back for this team. But yeah. they've got the best trombone song. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a guy with a bassoon. <laughs> There's a cello. It was an amazing thing. Uh, and there were chants. So there was like, uh, oh, Jason Costagna. Can't kick um, a fucking goal. And then there was, uh, yeah, zero five. And then there was uh, Richo, Richo Man, the old classic. And then there was one as well. It was like, fuck you, Toby Green. Fuck you, Toby Green. <laughs> And I thought it was, I think it was really poor form of Peggy O'Neill to start that one. I thought, <laughs> but I only went down there as my role as a behavioural awareness officer. I just wanted to keep people in check. Yeah. Uh, what How long were you down there for? I was down there probably about half an hour. It was kind of good fun. I was kind of filming things, and um, it was beautiful. There were some mums and dads with prams going through, which I thought was interesting. And uh, was, I looked in, the little bub was in there, and he's gone fucking dusty cunt, and I was like <laughs> really emotional. <laughs> But I saw actually one thing that really did happen, because that didn't happen. I, uh, <laughs> there was a lady who was just walking by, and she just kind of, it was quite funny. She kind of casually just shouted out. She's gone, um, Blues, tw- go Blues 2035. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I thought that's a bit keen. Yeah, no, that's fine. You got a good seven, eight, five year plans before that one, mate, I think. <laughs> you fucking losers. <laughs> No, I get it. How, how, was, uh, how was your week? So I saw, I was at the um, AFL Grand Final Eve function at Palladium on Friday. I'm doing very well. And I saw your radio mate, Eddie Maguire, and I said, oh, how are you going, Ed? And he said, how do you reckon I'm going? I was like, oh, well, that... Fucking hell. No way to respond, mate. I was just seeing how you were. But how was he on Monday? Well, you know what the funny thing is? That, like, well, Collingwood you know... losing? That was the funny bit. So last... Like, like four points as well. Oh, four points. That was the best bit. Sorry. Uh, there's one right. Collingwood person in the crowd who fucking hates me right that now. Is, so. That's really an incomplete answer. The, the, the truth is the funniest bit was Collingwood losing, but it being so close. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's what made it funny. But um, no, last year I was here, you know, obviously, and they'd lost the grand final and I was worried about going to work the next day because I was like, oh, you know, how am I going to have to be, you know, around him? And, you know, is it going to be one of those situations where you have to, you know, be careful about what you say when you're in the office? And then, just to show how I've changed in a year, this year, the first thing that I did when we went on air was play, there's a big, big... (laughs) (laughs) And how'd that go? Well, you know what? It went how I wanted it to go. (laughs) (laughs) If he hadn't been mad, it wouldn't have been as funny as for me. You know, 
you know, know what the funny thing is? That you know that photo of him? This is mean-spirited. But you know that <laughs> photo that everyone's seen this week of him crying at the football? It's just that one shot of his face just so sad. The amount of people who sent me that photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carla Maguire. It was weird. <laughs> I wasn't watching the Foxtel coverage yesterday because I'm uh, doing very well. And uh, do you think... I imagine he was hosting the Foxtel coverage when they were doing the intro into the game. I imagine he was. Do you think when they saw Dylan Orcott come out to toss the coin, they just turned his mic down? Just, nah, don't say anything, mate. Do not say a fucking word. Do not say a fucking word. You can can use that joke tomorrow, Will. (laughs) The worst thing is now you've put it in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you um, yeah, chose so not to mon- go. Mon- no, so Monday, I, I, it was a big week because mm. obviously Brownlow Monday night and yep. um, I was up in Sydney because we had Gruen for our first week this weekend. So I'm up in Sydney by myself in the house and you get a real insight into yourself when you're alone with your own choices, you know, like you can do whatever you want to do. Mm. So half an hour before the Brownlow... I decided I would watch half an hour of The Masked Singer, the TV show The Masked Singer, to see what's going on with that. Hey, it's a good show. So you, you missed the red carpet. Yeah, I did miss the, the red carpet. Yeah, that's actually what I chose between. I chose between the red carpet arrivals. And the singing In drawn. fact, I would have watched the red carpet arrivals if they all came in like rhinoceros and yeah, unicorn yeah. heads. <laughs> sure. In fact, I, so I then watched The Brown, though. Um, so I, I watched Masked Singer for half an hour, which gave me genuine anxiety. I had to like... I was like, what is this? I'm so old. And... Uh, <laughs> And, and then I watched the Brownlow and I was just like, just so comforted by men just counting numbers about who'd played well in games that had already happened. And I was like, this is my style of entertainment. <laughs> but I would like, I think if they wanted to combine the two, the thing that I would like to see is, if, like on Brownlow night, just to make it more interesting, it is a bit of a blind vote, Mars Singer. Was like, so you know that like Unicorn's got three votes, <laughs> but you don't know if Unicorn is Nat Five or Lockie Whitfield, and, and you have to wait. The winner the gets end. on the stage, is like, take it off, take <laughs> it off, take it off. Um, can I read you? Can I? Can I read out a tweet that we got? Well, not what we got, but from um, this is from Grant Thomas. Oh, this would oh. be this would be measured. Yeah, can I read out this tweet? <laughs> But it's not to us directly. No, no. It's about uh, 3.12 uh, yesterday. Uh, to me, it's still so obvious Giants win and they are 29 to 9. So, so Richmond are 29. Yep. GWS were 9. Yep. Richmond then went on to kick the next seven goals. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a reason St Kilda never did anything under him, so... Um, <laughs> thank you. Hey, uh, also... One thing I noticed, um, no, you know, well, can I just back I'm on trying to wake up. the it's fact okay. that literally you've gone to that just to go, Grant Thomas is a cut. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't yeah. much other reason yeah. than just to back over that. Should we bring on our special secret guest? Oh, Absolutely, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah let's do that. I think it's time to get in on. Hey, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, a super duper surprise, uh, a massive Richmond supporter, friend of the show, please welcome leader of the Greens, Senator Richard Di Natale. I think he's still a punt road. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, look at that T-shirt. Now, Richard is a surprise pop-in, by the way. Like, we, uh, we, we reached out to him uh, last night, didn't hear back, and we thought, oh, well, that's fine. That's a totally busy man, you know. He's probably you know, lying in, uh, in a gutter in Swan Street. <laughs> Getting his hair cut at Dr. Follicles. <laughs> but then he shows up. We're like, holy shit. 
you want to come on? He's like, sick. So, welcome. That's an exact uh, recreation of that conversation. So, Richard, uh, you were there again. Uh, you, we spoke to you after you won uh, a couple of years ago, but you were there again yesterday. Tell us about your day. Well, it was different. In 2017, uh, we went to the function and we just... I didn't think we had any chance of winning it. And so every game was just, you know, a bit of a ride and we ended up falling over the line. Whereas this time we were... Um, By eight goals, mate. Yeah, but we weren't favourites. Whereas this time no. we were favourites. So you had all the expectation going into it. So I was... And I also went with the kids and I thought it would be a good exercise in what it's like to vote for the Greens in that there's a lot of expectation and you go in and you get disappointed. So, um, uh, so you, didn't take the yeah, kids, you didn't take the kids last time? No. Well, they were a bit younger. They were a bit younger. So Two they years were younger. Six and... Yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah. Well... By the way, and, if you're ever getting government, nine. here's your treasurer. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's no, an no, optimistic it was, thought. <laughs> no, it was six and nine and they really weren't... You know, I'd be couldn't get of, through a full game. Couldn't get through yeah. a game. You yeah, know, you'd yeah. have to have your iPads. And, I th you know, I don't want to go to a game of footy and have to sort of look after, you know, yeah, look be after, careful look about the way you. I treat my kids. Yeah, it's yeah. really, you know, you want to, you want to make sure that you're, uh, that you're focused on the game. And they, they had a ball. They I loved an, it. They had a ball yesterday and it was, uh, it was just a great day. It was a really good day. Well, Family could, day. It was. You could enjoy it for so long because you were so far ahead at like yeah. even yes. half time. You go, yes. we can just coast here because yes. has not yeah. put up an effort at yeah. all and they should be kicked out of the league yeah. for it. Was it. A ball <laughs> <laughs> when do you think you had it? When do you think you had it? Oh, probably halfway through the third. Halfway through the third? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, like, well, you know, 50 points is always, you know, the, remember the miracle on grass? <laughs> Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. I, I, just, I kept thinking, I've got a couple of mates who were old Brisbane Lions supporters and they kept texting me Miracle on Grass coming up and I thought, no. Yeah. You know. enough, and, about, and enough, enough about Kevin Rudd. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was going to say, if anyone messages someone from the Greens with Miracle on Grass, it could mean <laughs> a myriad of different things, to be honest. And, right. and also, you know, look, you can be way ahead and still get beaten as the federal election show. That's so, right, exactly. Um, I, what, what, what are you like as a footy fan? No, I'm not good. Not good. I, get, I just... I, I get in... I'm, I'm better now because I'm with the kids. Yeah. But, but when I, I saw you at the prelim, you were very... I was, I well, we were, we were getting done at half-time and, yeah. I, and I thought, well, we, we might go down in flames here. But, and that's uh, why I reckon Richmond didn't go in that confident because Geelong kind of spooked you, didn't they? And you were like, we could get rolled. Well, after Collingwood the year before, yeah. you know, you go in as favourites, anything's possible. So I thought we might... We might and you're 21 points down at half-time. Yeah. You're not... You're still... It's going to take a big effort to get there from there, but we... Did you yeah, take the kids over. to the parade? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah they had a ball. To the parade. We've just been to the uh, jumper presentation down at Punt Road today. Awesome. Now, we didn't have a kick on the G. They've got open day at the G today. So no we way. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we took the boys and... Uh, now, when, when you're Dusty's watching, when you're the, watching the grand final parade with your kids, do you have to whisper to them, they should be electric cars? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the day, exactly. but... And when you went on the ground, <laughs> when you went on the ground and you, like, did the kids put it through the goals and you said that's what Jason Castagna couldn't do five times. <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, no, can can I ask what your story of the day was? Because for me, oh, uh, you know... Okay, there's well, tell only me one. What there's only one. Yes. Marlon Pickett. Amazing, Marlon right? Pickett. Marlon Pickett, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. They yeah. should start scouting prisons now. Like, they should go down to Barwon... <laughs> And just see if there's anyone with a bit of talent. You go, look, he's got, you know, 25 to life, but if he can get on a list, 
we can shorten that. I, he's, I he's like, good from our time 50. I actually think that's a really good idea because it'd make that series of The Recruit. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. I like that because, and just it's a great story. I mean, a great redemption story yeah. about how you can turn around mm. your life and having four kids and like have, making your debut on grand final Unbelievable. day and then just playing, yeah. like you know, what third in the Norm Smith medal? How like, good you know, was he? Oh, he was. He that was blind turn was fucking oh, unbelievable yeah. when he kicked did the, the little, goal. Did a little dance around the corner. Oh. No, he was uh, he was terrific, and it says something about. I mean, obviously, I you know I, I I like the team because I've been a Richmond supporter all my life, but I actually love the team now because the culture they've created down there. They they've got the Aboriginal KGI Leadership Institute. Yep. They've got Basher Hawley's Foundation. They do a lot of great work with the Muslim community. They had the game today. I think this morning on the G was um, the Muslim versus Ajax. So the Bashar Hawley's, you oh, know, yeah. Muslim um, um, foundation versus Ajax, which is a Jewish club, and they're uh, they're actually having, uh, you know, Jesus, a game. Any, any reports? Fairly. <laughs> 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 if they if they get over Ajax, they have to play Apex. It's a, it's a real tough game. A bit of history. <laughs> Traditional rivals. <laughs> it's amazing to think that Richmond's won two out of three now, and it could have been three in a row. They won mm. two out of three, or it's like I like to think of it two in the last 38 years. Okay, that's how I <laughs> that's how I get by. But can you believe that? Like you know, nah. four years ago you were nah. like, in the I wilderness. still can't believe it. I still go to the footy, and I don't see Richmond as a dominant club. I, I see them as the club that's going to hurt you at any moment. If you've been watching them for as long as I have, yeah. they, uh, they've, you know, Richmond is not, not a thing for a reason, you know, it's a thing for a reason. So, but I've got to get it in my head now. They're a bloody good club and there's a, there's a lot of good young talent that couldn't mm. make it into that team. So I think they're in for a, a good few years. And they're not getting older either. Like they're no, the age profile is very good. Yeah, um, the culture is very strong, so they can bring in players from out. Sydney Stack's a good example. Again, got overlooked in the draft. Yep. Uh, no one, uh, no one wanted to pick him up because of his story. They've got a very strong, strong culture there. They, they mentor very well. No, it's um, it's really good and fun took to a, be took part of. Took a risk on a little kid from the Gold Coast called Tom Lynch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you no reckon? I've really right. heard of him up there, but you thought, oh, we'll he, give him he, a uh, crack. Right. You can play full forward if you want, <laughs> mate. Have a go. He, he wasn't technically in jail, but it was the Gold Coast. So <laughs> yeah, he described it as worse than prison. <laughs> but do you reckon, like people seeing that, other players at the Gold Coast now seeing that he goes one year straight into a yeah. flag, they've got no chance of holding Ben yeah. King and Lukosius and well, who players knows, like that, I mean, do they? GWS have managed it, so I suppose yeah. Gold Coast have got to get it right, don't they? They've, they've, there's obviously a few issues down there, but he was called a liability, I think, into the season, wasn't he? Didn't isn't Matthew, that what Lloyd, Matthew said Lloyd said that, about yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so he's turned things around. Hey, just quickly, Richard, can I just ask a quick question? I just want to get an au pair into the country. Can you help me out with anything? It's Peter Dutton's your man. Do you find that remarkable, the the, the weird footy connection of, you know, Gil and Dutton and getting au pairs? I was, um, was, there was a little story I told Will earlier. Um, I'm not sure if I should say it, but I will. Say it. Um, Yeah. We're not recording. We can cut it. I went to the climate strike uh, on Friday and uh, went to the prelim afterwards and uh, we, we were at the function and uh, a couple of people who shall go unnamed brought in uh, a big sign, a, a big climate strike sign and they um, got me to stand behind Gil McLaughlin and we held it up uh, 
during the game and he turned around and looked at it and the colour sort of drained from his face. <laughs> and two security guards yeah. came and took And those two have now been deported. But anyway, <laughs> it, was a, it was a fun story. Yeah, and it was, yeah, that's fun for you, but uh, for the poor GWS, they thought the climate strike was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and so after the game what are you doing are you watching the presentation did you hang around for the concert afterwards or we hung around for a bit yeah. uh, then jumped on the push bikes the kids went home and uh, watched a bit of it on the on the tv and and basically got um got on the afl website and relived all the all the big moments yeah yeah, it was a quiet one. Like 2017, we went to the after-match function and did all of that, but of just uh, did the family thing yesterday. And uh, can we ask you about uh, next year? Is this now the Richmond dynasty? Do Richmond go into next season as confident? Uh, signs are pretty good. Signs are good. Signs are good. I think it's, it's Richmond will definitely be battling it out for the next few years, but it's hard to win a grand final. Everything's got to go right, and everything went right yesterday. I thought GWS uh, probably just held on in the end, didn't they? The last... The, they beat Brisbane. They fell in over against Brisbane, and they fell in against Collingwood. So oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> I, I was I was with GWS all the way with that because I just the idea of going into a grand final against Collingwood and losing was. I mean, it would have been good be. for Melbourne, wouldn't it? Like if that was if that yeah. was the grand final, that would have been the best thing ever. But it's also it good was to... it was better for Richmond that they yeah. lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good to know they're not there. And uh, can, can we officially say you're a better side without Alex Rands? <laughs> <laughs> No, well, watch out when he comes back. Yeah. No, no, I feel very good about the footy at the moment. It's a strange thing. When you're following a club, you'll get to feel that one day, Adam. But when you're following a club... Um, hey! right. You've been burned. Yeah, that's all right. I'm going to vote Liberal. Um, <laughs> you're going to set tyres tire, on fire tonight. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The yeah. wheel's turning, mate. The wheel's turning. The wheel is turning. Yeah. And I, it, Adam it, wrote this book. He didn't even want to. He just likes cutting down trees. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought when the presentation happened at the end? Mm. So they bring out the kids and all that kind of stuff. And mm. then Basher got up to, do, to get his medal. Yeah. And I was a little bit, oh, like there wasn't a mini Basher there. Why don't they do the presentation? And so each kid all comes minis. up and they're all minis <laughs> of the various people. It's fucking great idea. Jesus. So you'd have like 22 GWS kids just sitting there going, well, this is fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> you got one little kid just going like that, raking another kid's face. Yeah. You got a little mini trying to take off a man yeah, bun. Yeah, but no. like, yeah, they'd be a lot of... And, and like, they go, we can't, the find the, we can't find the mini yeah. Finlayson because we couldn't find the uh, big Finlayson <laughs> during the, the game. The, the mini Shane Mumford's in the corner with the whispers. <laughs> <laughs> little Frank Furter, little Frank Furter. <laughs> Um, can I say this about the kids? Can, uh, this is a weird point to get hung up on, but watching at home, I was annoyed by... They should tell the players and the kids that there's a method to getting the hat and the medal. The players come out and the yeah. kids should put on the medal because that's the cumbersome thing first. Yep. Then shake their hands. Then Thank put the hat on top of them. Yep. That is the order it should go in. That's the best order. There was so much people trying to fuck it up and pulling it over a kid's eyes. Right, this is a man who was, for the first time, watched it on telly. Yeah. Because usually you're too pissed when you're at the ground. You yeah. don't see that. Exactly. But I had a real thing about it. I was like, just, <laughs> just say to them the order. There's a fucking logical... Anyway, getting, put the hat on and then trying to get the thing over the... Yeah, we should fuck the kids off, I reckon. Yeah. They're a waste of time. Who no, wants, the kids are great. Who wants to give kids joy? I want joy? more with the kids. 
You know, so we yeah. have two or three kids come out at the same time, so it's even more cumbersome. Well, I like... They seem to have um, highlighted... Again, This, these, I like this stuff about the AFL, and I know that some people don't, you know, whatever, but I like that we respect... You know, they try to respect and acknowledge the Indigenous contribution to the game. I like the fact that with the kids, there was a blind kid, there was oh. you know, clearly some other kids who, you know, for what who had been there for whatever special reason, this was going to be one of the greatest days of their entire life. Was and that razor raised, son? To be up... <laughs> He was blind, but did not shut up. <laughs> mini Razor Ray. Why do we have a Mini Razor Ray? Because oh, you'd feel bad punching a kid in the face, wouldn't you? Plus, the kid would be bigger than him still. So. <laughs> you'd get used to it. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Oh, and then I also thought it was very sweet that Maureen Hafey got to come out. And present the cup. That was nice. I thought that was a really nice touch. And I thought, seeing that he's involved at JWS, I thought it'd been really nice if they got Nadia Bartel to come out and present the cup. To... <laughs> yeah, that would have been really nice. Shall we bring out our next guest, Adam? <laughs> yes. Why don't we do that? Let's Ladies go. and gentlemen, please welcome on stage a very funny man, Adam Spencer! <laughs> yeah, hang around, man. Hang around, man. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. He's, on He's the coming. Way, on Come the on, way, Spence. On the way. Sorry. Took my time. Hello. Pull up your pew, man. I was up the back reading this incredible book that you asked me to plug. Is it The Rat by John Platten? Yeah, one son, one dad. Three weeks in hell. Adam Rosenbach's Paris and Other Disappointments. One son, one dad, 12 weeks in hell. Exactly. Toby Green and his dad. <laughs> <laughs> On an end of season trip. It's no way to treat a fucking book, by the way, but anyway. <laughs> Look at you. I'll give you one little tip. When you go past a bookstore, yeah. if you ever see, if you, up, you go past and you walk and you say, oh, have you got a copy of? And you ask for your book. And they'll say, oh, yeah, you are. Well, I happen to be the author. Would you like me to sign the book for you? Yeah. They get very excited. Now, you do, you do it for two reasons. One, because the first thing they'll then do is take all the copies of the book and they'll move it up to the window, signed by the author, free advertising for everyone walking past, right? Great. The other thing, the way the books work is the bookstore doesn't buy your book. They just get sent 50 of your book. Yeah, nobody buys this book. No, <laughs> they have the book for six months. Yeah. And if they can't sell it, they send it back. Right, this is not a good tale. Unless it has been, and I quote, altered or materially defaced. Really? Is that right? And a signature counts as an alteration. Really? So if they I... can't send it back. And a signature is a sale. So I will sign every fucking book of mine every so You're getting about four bucks a signature, mate. Okay. Thank I'll, you. Altered or defaced. So I encourage everybody, go into a bookshop and piss on Adam's book. Yeah, just deface it away. And you've got about ten maths books out, haven't you? You've yes. You've done a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How, what are you doing in a maths book? <laughs> What do you do? You, explore the, you explore the beauty of the world in numbers. In mate. numbers. What are you? The fucking count from Sesame Street? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Though the count, if you're on Twitter, yeah. there is a the count from Sesame Street Twitter account, and each day he just counts one more. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm so alone. But I thought, I, I, what I, I was going to channel my inner maths nerd and walk you through yes. the AFL Grand Final by the numbers. I love okay. it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I want to start. I did the right thing trying to plug your show. I want to give a big shout out here. I yeah. thought. I tweeted this afternoon that I'm, you know, I just sort of that it might be a, you know, a chance to be on the show. I sent out this little tweet saying that um, I've heard this rumour that one of the secret guests for Junk Time AFL Pod live at the European Beer Cafe this afternoon is a drop dead spunky maths nerd. 
and I want to say a big hello to James, who tweeted back, is it Eddie Wu? <laughs> James, fuck you. <laughs> I want to make one very clear point about Eddie Wu. I fought for 20 years for my position as Australia's best-known mathematician. And along comes Eddie Wu. Eddie Wu does it on the internet. Eddie Wu. As a 50-year-old white guy who might lose his job to an Asian, I am the victim here. <laughs> Richard, can you, can you stop the boats? Can you stop the boats? <laughs> now, you're a Sydney fan, aren't you? I'm a big Swans fan. So you just came down just to have a look at the... I did the final. Swans grand final. So each club does a grand final breakfast or event. So right. I do the Swans grand final breakfast every year. Okay. Regardless. So I've done it in years when they're in the grand final and when they're not. And you can tell the mood quite differently. It's great when they're not. It's great fun. I was having a drink, cracking a few jokes. When you're in the grand final, those things, that 10 in the morning till midday function is just nerve-wracking, gut-clenching, no one, everyone just wants to get their tickets and go to the game. Yes, they're, they're not into the entertainment at that point? No, you... They're you, just like, we just want to get to the games, why won't this fucker shut up about Eddie Wu? Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. First number from yesterday. The first number that... Everyone thinks it's the big numbers yesterday, 114, 25. No, 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 no. First number yesterday, 61.5. 61.5. The distance that Taylor Harris kicked the footy... In the Fox Footy Big Kick. Awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And, and of course, 0615, which was what Toby Dad's, uh, Toby Green's dad blew. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 61.5. It was disgraceful. What on earth is going on here with Taylor Harris coming out and having a kick in the dome? Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of, who were her parents? Is this some sort of Greta Thunberg-like child exploitation, political record? Just because she can kick the ball further than Tex Walker, Josh Kennedy, Javen Stevenson, Daniel Rich and Charlie Curnow having ten attempts. What sort of PC mad society are we living in? Oh, I get it. You're making the opposite point of what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Tough crowd, Adam. Move on. Okay. Having, having said that, she kicked a long way, but no one marked it, so she can't hit a target. Okay, that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Second number of the day. Okay. 142.3. 142.3. This was what was put, given to the crowd before in the pre-game entertainment as the, oh, by decibels, what is with that? most noise a sporting crowd has ever made. So Virgin sponsored a competition to break that record yesterday, right? So who held it? Uh, uh, yeah, undisclosed. And I'm pretty sure bullshit. So this, I want to, a couple of things really upset me. So they had a few dudes in Virgin was going, okay, one, two, three, make some noise. And, we, yeah. and we didn't break it. The crowd, we recorded 124.6 decibels. The so record was 142.3. Yeah. And the dude hosting it said, oh, bad luck, you got so close. Well, anyone who understands anything about the science of acoustics, that is not so close. Because as you know, decibels is a logarithmic scale. So from 124 to 134 is double perceived loudness. To 144, we needed to be four times as loud. And it just got the day off to a scientifically yeah. horrible... And I think... That, I, I that's think what the people down Swan Street were talking about afterwards. Mate, I, think like, it clearly, I mean, Richmond won, but fuck, it was sullied by the 124. It clearly... Yeah. It clearly Even the, the guys from Champion Data are like, you're a nerd. It, mate, <laughs> It clearly rattled the Giants. Jeremy Cameron was running around all day going, that should have been four times. What's, you know? Like, and if you, the, the point I make is this. If you want that crowd to produce a world record noise, yes. don't get a Tongan guy in a, in, a, in a virgin outfit going, three, two, one, make some noise. No, they should have. They should have just got the crowd to complete silence. Yeah. 
walked Toby Green to the centre of the ground <laughs> and placed a football in his hands. Because every time that happened yesterday, there were 200 fucking decibels yeah. coming from the place. The noise the Richmond fans made, like you, you were 70 or 80 points in front. He does an innocent handball <clears throat> to another guy who gets murdered. And you're still, boo! <laughs> were you booing every time Toby Green touched the ball? Yeah, are you a booer? I was booing, yeah, absolutely. I really? Was. You're a booer? Shit, yeah. yeah. It's Toby Green, for God's sake. <laughs> Does it hurt um, you, though, that his last name is Green? <laughs> <laughs> that joke was made yesterday. <laughs> Third number that defines the grand final is that great moment on the day when they post the official crowd figure. And everyone goes, whoa. Because it's always... Just either side. It's a hairbreadth yeah. either side of six figures. It's either 99 and a lot or just over 100. It depends on corporates, members, that's what. Early in the fourth quarter, they posted 10001 for 100,014 people. And I think we have to take a moment to thank those 14 GWS fans oh. who turned up yesterday. <laughs> Oh. Because if it wasn't for them, it would have been absolutely line ball. Oh, look at old mate, Sydney yeah. Swans. Yeah. Top oh, end yeah. of town. Lord, oh, get over yeah. them. Doesn't like there's another Sydney team in town. Oh, yeah. That's actually a question I have. Do you feel animosity towards the Giants? Like, are you kind of like, this is our town, man? Mm. I mean, not, not, not to say that you'd ever head west, but... <laughs> <laughs> After yesterday, I could not be more relaxed with the whole Giants thing. No, I, I have sufficient respect for that rivalry that there's no way I could have supported them yesterday. No. Mm. I mean, Adam fought in the Battle of the Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome, man. There was 60,000 of us and three of them. So we absolutely, absolutely right on it. They made a big, big sound. Okay, the number, that, the number that defined yesterday for me is the number 130. Now, this is interesting because whenever we talk about your brown lows and choosing the best players, you get into these debates about, you know... Should the umpires choose the Brownlow? They're so busy. They're running around. They're doing all this sort of stuff. And, and 30 years ago, sure, but now we've got data. We've got the numbers. We've got the science. We can do analytics on all sorts of stuff. And it's fascinating. When you look at the champion data numbers from yesterday, Dustin Martin was not, according to champion data, the best Richmond player. Mm. on the. He was nowhere near the best. If you look at the numbers yesterday, Dusty came, I think, fourth amongst all the Richmond players mm -hmm. on the ground. The Richmond numbers, best Richmond player on the ground, according to champion data, was our Hooley at 114. That's, that's uh, two grand finals where he could have won the North yep. Speed either yep. of them. Vlaston at 106. Vlaston, Vlaston. Yeah. Kadai at 101. <laughs> Raya Wallatit at 93. And then Martin at 91. So he's fifth. He's fifth amongst the Richmond. He's ninth on the day. Yep. The person who, beyond dispute with the data and the analytics, had the most influence on the game yesterday was Heath Shaw. Yeah. Heath Shaw. And, and it's two things there. Richmond play a very sort of flat, uniform game style where everyone sure. contributes all the time. Mm. And he was totally under the pump and had a lot of... He, by any data metrics, he clearly won the day yesterday. So I'm calling yeah. on the AFL... In, in acknowledgement that the stats are in. on, on let, let him have a couple of those. But Tuesday or Wednesday, the AFL should come out and officially rescind Dustin Martin's Norm Smith, <laughs> award it to Heath Shaw, do it on the front steps of Parliament House, and I'm sure that the people of Richmond will come as one and say, yeah. no, that's a fair call, and we're completely cool about that. I, th I think you're just missing one point, which yeah. is that he had the unfair advantage of the ball being in his side of the field most the of the time. The entire time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had his work cut yeah. out. 
130. Kicked it out a lot. He you gets kicks for kicking it out. You can't as well. dispute those stats. So every, I don't, time, I don't every time Richmond got a, every time Richmond missed, he got a possession. Yeah. 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 That's a, that doesn't make. Yeah. It so he should share it with Castagna, obviously, who kept kicking it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Castagna all... had money on his shore for the brown. <laughs> the Whoa! I missed another. Whoa, I missed and also, another. I don't think a lot of people are taking stuff off the Martins. <laughs> No, you've got a fair point there as well. Like, okay, final number. And this is it. You've, you've got your Norm yep. Smith. You've not your best on ground. I'm about to release now officially the hog. Hottest on ground. Oh, okay. This is a poll yep. compiled by my 14... So your 14-year-old daughter, yep. Ellie, yep. has looked at and decided the three hottest players uh-huh. to take the field in the grand final yesterday. I'll give you a hint. Two from GWS Ooh, and the winner... From Richmond. So GWS third and second, winner from Richmond. She's compiled it from three different sources. What she thought about going into the game on yes, Mm. what she saw as the official individual player photo in the record, and then from any Instagram footage she could quickly track down. We've averaged those numbers together. I've got I've got and can we have a crack? Yeah, yeah, to three decimal places. So we need two. (laughs) We need two. Who's the hottest in your team, Richard? I reckon it well, I reckon DeBoer, Davis. And who's the Richmond player? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Shorts, kind of. Okay. So you're going DeBoer, Davis, and who's the hottest guy on the, uh, the 2019 Premiers? What I loved is Marlon you named Pickett. Oh, Marlon okay. Pickett. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're thinking of my 14-year-old daughter. I mean no disrespect <laughs> yeah. to Marlon Pickett at all. Yeah. You're, you're picking my 14-year-old yeah. daughter. She likes I mean, a bad boy. To pick a 27-year-old, <laughs> tattoo-covered, father of four, ex-con... <laughs> No, but if you're in prison, he yeah. might be the hottest. Oh, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> you scored zero out of three. Okay. No Phil Davis. Oh. No Phil Davis. Phil Davis. Wow. I would thought a 14-year-old girl might like Phil Davis because he looks like a beautiful horse. <laughs> well, look at him. I can cons- ride him. Well, cons- I mean, literally. Yeah, he wears okay, glasses. Yeah, He's yeah. intelligent. Just- Conceivably, one of the people in that, the other, in, in the three, might have a bit of that sort of okay. metric about him. Okay. Himmelberg. Okay, keep I'm going to say Himmelberg. I'm going to lock in Himmelberg. I'm going to say Tom Lynch for Richmond. And uh, my other GWS player is... Uh, be more fun to rule people out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely yeah. not Mumford. It's a, uh, yeah, <laughs> be great if Mummy was one of them, though, oh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. That, that'd be You'd horrible be for him. <laughs> You'd be worried. I saw this video of him and I just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, love it first the other Instagrams were fine, but he's just fucking <laughs> off the hook there. You got one more, gentlemen? You, you... Um, I would say uh, it's got to be... Um, oh, shit. Someone? Nick Haynes. Oh, no. What about Taranto? Yeah. Okay, Taranto. Okay. I'm Taranto. I will give you one out of three. Oh, all right. I'm you have correctly identified Himmelberg. Okay. Who right. was ranked okay. second in the okay. hog right. in the 2019 I've, d- I've done one for the team, guys. So. Okay. I need one more GWS player and, according to my daughter... The hottest Richmond player to go around on the day. I'm going to go, okay, hottest on the ground for the day. I'm going to go with Mike Brady, first off. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> second, Razor Ray Chamberlain. I'd go Phil Davis, and then I'd also go... You just ruled him out, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I know, I'm just going by hot, because I like yeah. Phil Davis. And then... <laughs> and he, and like, Michael's honouring the day. Phil yeah. Davis should have been out, but he's back <laughs> yeah. in for some reason. Uh, hot Richmond? We're looking for hot Richmond, are we? Hot Richmond. 
Uh, not I'm the, not personally looking for hot Richmond, but the, yeah. this segment is requiring a bit yeah. of hot Richmond. Okay, Michael, Michael. I'm going to go broad. I don't, I don't, broad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay yeah, I'll, I'll do something what I do quite broad. often. Okay. Channel the mind of a 14 year old girl. Channel the mind of a 14 year old girl. <laughs> no, you've got the voice. So <laughs> down. <laughs> Uh, Jeez, they laughed hard at that, didn't they? <laughs> I think I just broke a virgin record. <laughs> I'm going to go with... <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't know, Nate Curvis, whatever. He's not hot, but I'll go with him. You've contributed nothing to the discussion. OK, Adam, have you got any, any lock on one more hot GWS yeah. player? So you, you were going with Broad, right? Yeah, I reckon Broad? Broad's kind of handsome. Um... GWS, I'm trying to run through their midfield. It's not like a Josh Kelly or someone like that. Um, Jeremy Cameron's not. What about like Williams or something? Does she like? Oh, yeah, Zach Williams is kind of better, like a adventurous sort of. So the official marks in the hog for 2019. Though I will say we were staying in the same hotel as the GWS players. Oh yeah. And the day before said GF, I Mm. did catch the lift in the Pullman Hotel from level 12 down to level one, which is where the uh, health and fitness spa mm. section is, and I mm. was joining that lift by one Tim Taranto, oh, yeah. who was wearing a knee-length uh, tracksuit pant and nothing else because he was going down for a sauna and just a relaxation session. Mm. And if I had a body like his, I would never wear anything other than <laughs> a pair of knee-length tracksuit pants and just get around. He was abs- he's a very, Ripped. very easy on the eye. Good-looking man. <laughs> And but incredibly uncomfortable with you telling him. Yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he got out of level eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, actually, I forgot. I yeah. forgot everything. It's weird. It turns out those emergency yeah. stop buttons do work yeah. if you really hit them hard. Adam, Adam pushed for level three, but he didn't use his hands. So exactly. It's, uh... Uh, third place in the hog for 2019 from the GWS Giants, scoring 8.64 yeah. out of 10. Lockie Whitfield. Oh, really? Even without the appendix? Really? Maybe the scar gives him a bit of personality. Second place from the GWS Giants. It's just like he looks a bit too avatar-y. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's got like that avatar face. He almost looks like a series of hot guys that have been put together to try and get a bit hotter. Yeah. And it hasn't quite worked out. Worked out, out. yeah. Yeah. Like a labradoodle or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like one of those actors in a movie you were like, oh, you were hoping for someone a bit better. Yeah. 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 Uh, Second place, Harry Himmelberg, 8.87. Yeah, good. First place, Richmond. What, what, are these, what are these numbers? These are, these are, the, these are the votes out of 10, yeah. correlated to two decimal places. Once you put it through a very complicated formula, <laughs> okay, yep, cool. which involved me saying to Ellie, well, fuck it, just put some decimal places Great. on the end. <laughs> First Must place. Must be fun to have him as your dad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Mate, she's, she's loving this podcast while doing some maths homework up the back of the room. Yeah, sure. First place, Richmond, number 17, Daniel Rioli. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. The you said yeah. Instagram. He's the one who owns Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Tell me Daniel Rioli doesn't have a little bit of that sort of... He's dreamy. He's dreamy. Yeah. Well, he, that's the, him and Fev's daughter are like... Yeah. The, and they're just the hot young couple in Melbourne football entertainment. All I can say is I was just so excited that when the votes came in, one Toby Green did not feature at all on the list because <laughs> there's something as, as the father of a 14-year-old, you know, sometime, you know, a few years from now, I'm going to actually meet the first serious boyfriend. And the thought that if I meet the first serious boyfriend and extend for the shake and, you know, to ask, what's your intention with my daughter? I'm greeted with a flying karate kick. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then eyes being vigorously dispatched to the eyeball region. I'm like, that's not the way you want to break the ice. But then imagine when you meet the family for the first time. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's one great speech at the wedding, isn't it? When the, when the father of the groom gets up. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a video link from in, uh, Barlin. In, yeah. <laughs> in handcuffs. <laughs> I was going to say, Arioli have a victory on Grand Final Day. <laughs> so that's the, that's the IFL Grand Final by the numbers. Good. Thank you, man. No trouble at all. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Rich, we'll let you go back in the crowd and you get away from us, us idiots. Thank you so much for coming along, man. Thank you so much for coming. Rich, Regina Tolley! Now he's gone. Fuck, man. I should have the greens, right? No, they're fantastic. They're um, my second favourite party. After an S Club party. <laughs> hey, we're going to give Charlie Clawson a call. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do that. Oh. Magic of technology. Been Have you explained why this? he's not here, or does everyone know? Yeah, he, has, yeah, he became had a, a father last week. Ringing now. Hello, Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Still this is for all of you who've sat at home wondering, I wonder what the magic is like inside the studio. <laughs> When, when Will and Charlie play that, you know, 10 seconds of hold music, I wonder what really goes on during that time. You're getting an exclusive insight right now. Well, this is what I like, is because I consider, you know, Michael and Adam to be more technologically evolved than we are on our podcast. So to see them Here we go. struggle with this... Oh, oh hang on. That here. looked like that was not plugged... Like, all he's done is come up and plug something in <laughs> that was not previously we plugged might in. We have had which a bit yet. Makes Very... me think... Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, hang on. That sounded go. like... Hello, Charlie, are you there? Hello. Oh, yes, okay. I'm here. Yeah! Yay! Charlie, way, it turned out the I technical just... issue was it was not plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, uh, we have just recreated. Can I just say, by the way, I could hear you guys talking about me, and I could hear Adam Spencer somehow saying that this is very reminiscent of what Charlie and Will are like. I had nothing to do with this fuck up. I'm in a completely different state. But we just recreated the, the, the magic. I think that's pretty much what it felt like at Houston Control. When they landed on the moon and Armstrong said the eagle has landed, there was just this eruption of excitement of people around a technological device just bringing it together. <laughs> Can we first up say from the junk timers and the two going one cuppers out here, Charlie, congratulations on your new baby. Yes. Yay! Thank you. Thank and, you. We, uh, and I don't know if uh, anyone, everyone knows, but we actually finally come up with a name. So, Marlon Trent Dusty Clawson. <laughs> uh, she's a ripper. Now, you had a little girl, didn't you, Charlie? Yes, I did. Yeah, and she's seen the same amount of St Kilda premierships as you, is that right? I feel like uh, before the game started yesterday, I was like, well, maybe she'll be a giant supporter. Maybe this is, this is something that I can get her into so I can enjoy some of her success vicariously. But no, I'm having second thoughts now. <laughs> and so what were your thoughts on the game? You were just watching it at home or did you go somewhere? Uh, no, we, uh, we're, we're in sort of the baby bubble right now, so I just had a little spread out on the, on the table. My daughter was next to me. Uh, what did I think of the game? Well, I feel like uh, I couldn't work out who shut themselves more, my daughter or the Giants yesterday. <laughs> and then by, by three-quarter time, I was doing housework. <laughs> I think when it comes to the question of who shut themselves more, it's safe to say the Giants, okay? Uh, Is Alex been on, has Alex Williams been on stage yet? Not yet. He's going to be coming up next after this phone call. Oh, boy. I, uh, I hope you make him cry. <laughs> I think he's all out of tears. <laughs> and so, are you, you going to make her a St Kilda supporter? 
look, undecided yet. I mean, my wife has confessed to me in the last couple of years that she's actually a Tiger supporter. Uh, so I feel like there may be a tug of war. And I mean, it's child abuse, isn't it, to make your kid a, a St Kilda supporter at this stage? I do know because my very good friend Reese Muldoon is a mad sainter and I don't know if all the other clubs have got on board with this yet but his girl who would be 11 now, I do know her official birth certificate was that the St Kilda have a St Kilda themed, you can, you can be born a sainter. You can you can you oh can actually you can you can actually get I know it's like it's a scar you carry for life. But so if you want to lock it in in a way that your lovely wife, even though let's be honest, she did 99.98 percent of the work on the big day, does not have any say in it. If you get the official St Kilda birth certificate, I think that's a big hurdle for for your wife to overcome. And do they give you a nectar as soon as you come out as well? <laughs> So Chuck, what do you? What was it like watching at home? Uh, because you've gone to the game the last few years. What is the difference of watching at home? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was boring as. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, I, I started looking forward to nappy changes. Um, but I've got to say, a bit of controversy. I went in to change my daughter's nappy, and I thought it was urine, but it turned out it was Gatorade. She pulled the Willy Wonka. <laughs> Well, we were just talking about Daniel Rioli before, and he did the the four sign for yeah, Willie, sticking up for Willie. And he, had, well, he had and he had forty four on his um, uh, wrist yeah. during the game. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, the good thing about your daughter's situation, Charlie, is she could get rubbed out for four years, and still come back to play around the time that she can speak. <laughs> she can definitely go to Aussie. And, and Charlie, we've been doing a regular thing here for people who have daughters on the show. Um, did you ask her who her three hottest players <laughs> in the game were? <laughs> yeah, uh, big fan of uh, Marlon, Dusty and, and Trent. <laughs> uh, how was that story, Charlie? We've been talking about it, but the, the Pickett story is one of the most amazing grand final stories. Were you captivated by that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's awesome that, uh, you know, this guy has a flag and I've been following football for 40 years and I haven't seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, was it clear to Will and Charlie, or was it clear on TV, because at the ground, that mo the, the moment Dusty sought him out with the kick, this noise started building and when he put it through, it was, it was equivalent to crucial goal that puts you probably ahead to win. Yeah. It was not... It was not I saw Malczewski's goal in 2012 and the yeah. release from Swans fans there... Fuck you, man. Fuck exactly. you. Exactly. And I'm happy to walk you through it. comes out of a pack. Hanabry handles one back snap. <laughs> but we were, we were only half... Hanabry, the St Kilda champion. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, were only, we were only half the crowd that day. That was noisy. But yesterday, yeah. the moment he put that through, in a, no, no disrespect to him, meaningless goal in the scheme of things. Mm. The noise, it was unbelievable. Was that clear on the telly, Charlie, just how, how eruptive a moment that was? Yeah, I mean, thank God, because the whole game was so boring, it needed some kind of highlight. It felt like not only the crowd there, but the commentators were barracking for that moment as well. It was To me, it was very reminiscent of 2007, that Geelong... Port Adelaide Grand Final, where like after a quarter time, you're like, this is this is a terrible, terrible game of football. Uh, and also, it strikes me with Pickett that there's everything's downhill from now on, isn't it? Like round first yeah. game, you've won a flag. Yeah, there's no more AFLX to kind of lure you through, climb the mountain again. Can't get back into the rampage or anything yeah. like that. Well, you're toying, you're toying between a retirement at probably the greatest moment in your career and 
earning a living wage for the first time. Like, it's game If this guy gets a, yeah. get, gets a, a, a contract at a football club, mm-hmm. that just changes his life altogether. But he may well never have a moment like but, yesterday if he well, plays he's a, and, he's, and he's also won two premierships in a week because he was best on yeah. pl- ground yeah. in the VFL premiership. So he's won that, then rolled it around in the grand final. If you're going to I mean, it's a great moment when they're singing the song in the grand final and you have to stand in the middle because it's your first win. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a great day. But also, what a, why are we not watching the waffle more? Tim Kelly's come out of there. Marlon Pickett's come out of there. Like, it's clearly... There's some good players running around. What are we doing? Like, just not watching it. Well, you fucking watch it then, mate. <laughs> You're not watching it. You, uh, are, you are right. The, the list of people who've ever received a Gatorade Bukaki shower... Mm. Don't say while shower. wearing a premiership medal is one. Yeah. It's a, that's, a, like, that's a very, very elite club of footballers to be in. There was some, I, was, I was listening to Triple M at the coverage during the game. And there was, the Wolfpack. Uh, yeah, the Wolfpack. No, yeah. Are they still the Wolfpack? I Either way. Yeah. But Because, um, I mean, that man touched that guy's wallet and wife, so I don't think he's called the Wolfpack anymore. <laughs> but they, uh, they, they had this stupid question. They said, uh, Chua, uh, check the... Um, without notice? Uh, his question without notice. He said, uh, check the record books. Has anyone ever won Norm Smith and debuted in a grand final? It's like... Don't of course it's fucking happened. <laughs> never fucking happened. Yeah. You fucking idiot. You commentate yeah. football. You fucking should know this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in fact, James, it's happened yeah. five times. <laughs> That's what he should have said. Yeah. And so JB through the rest of the game will be, oh, it's happened five times. Could that be a sixth? <laughs> uh, but also, pick a, and we'll get back to you, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> you maybe got a special yeah, I'm still friend. Here. Maybe you got a special <laughs> friend there. Um, I, uh, pick it at the interview with Daisy Pierce. Um, and she said to him, you know, when did you get comfortable? And he said, the moment I walked on the ground. And I was like, that's pretty fucking hard-ass, isn't it? That's fucking awesome. And then he even wrapped up the interview himself. He said, oh, yeah, thank you, and just walked up. <laughs> Daisy's there going, uh, back see to you, that? I think. How did you see that when you were at the ground? Uh, I think, I don't know. Oh, they <laughs> played it on the radio through the, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Um, Chuck, so we might let you go if that's okay. Unless, unless there's a special friend you might want to... Is there any, anyone hanging around your house? Might be an au pair or something? Yeah, we, um, we actually did. Uh, Gil sorted us out with an au pair. Made a phone call to Peter Dutton. Um, so I'll, I'll hang on. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just put him on the line. Just, just you wait one second. For us? Thank you. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Who's staying at their place? Au pair. Oh, there we go. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> it is I, Marc Lacroix. <laughs> Did you enjoy yesterday's game, Mark? Well, I thought it was an interesting game because I did not know that GWS were French. Why do you say they're French? Well, the way they just gave up when things got too hard. (laughs) That slogan of never surrender, clearly. They took a leaf out of the Frenchman's book and surrender at the first opportunity. It's an interesting philosophical question. Is it racist if he's, he's French? To be, yeah, no, he's yeah. French. Yeah, but, he is French. But we can't see his face, so he's no. currently doing blackface, but it's yeah. not racist. Well, no, he's doing French face. His dresses are mine. <laughs> he's got a moustache. Can I ask, Mark? Yeah. Can I ask quickly? I, I don't know if you saw the big kick yesterday morning, but um, Tyler Harris put one like 10 plus metres beyond what Josh Kennedy tried with two fairly miserable torps. As a West Coast Eagle, were you embarrassed by the effort Josh put up or were you not surprised that under pressure he could not get within 10 metres of the leading kick in the AFLW? Ah, uh, no, I am French. 
I love women. I celebrate the AFLW and women's football. And besides, JJK, since he lost his sidekick, the little Frenchman, he has not been the same player. I think he's in a bit of misery. I think he's depressed. But uh, what can you say when the little Frenchman retires? It's a huge hole in off the stadium. <laughs> Mr. LaCroix, we'll let you get go back oh, to... Oh, no, I've got one quick oh, question for Adam, Mr. LaCroix. Adam's got one more question. Sorry, uh, Mr. LaCroix. What did you think yes. of your former teammate Willie's um, drug oh, test? Ah, mm. mm. oh, you know, Willie Rioli, he needs to... He needs a... He needs a... Sorry, I've got something in my throat. Excuse me. I'm smoking a cigarette out of a stem as I speak to right now. Uh, Willie Rioli... He should take a leaf out of my book. He should come over to France and put his feelings into some poetry. Write something existentialist. Maybe he could be the next Albert Camus. <laughs> but before I go, I just want to say one thing. I have an idea to help the GWN Giants in season 2020. I think the problem over there at Giant Stadium is the cuisine. I think maybe they should change it into something a little more French. For example, they should have escargot instead of pies. They should serve fine wine instead of beer. And instead of doing face painting, they should offer poetry classes. That is all I have to say. Maklaka saying au revoir. Au revoir, Maklaka. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Clawson and Maklaka. And why don't we keep that applause going? We're going to get our next guest on stage. Please welcome a forlorn GWS supporter. Please welcome Alex Williams. Hey. Support him, guys. Give him a. He's yeah. sad. He's sad. He's sad. He's sad. Green. You don't have to boo. Thanks, man. I was talking to you during the week and you were so fucking excited about the game. You messaged me when you got to the ground going, fucking, how good is this? Uh, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? He's <laughs> <laughs> done a spit take already. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it um, yeah, it didn't it didn't didn't go well. Um, How so? I, How so? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll break it down for you. Yeah. Um, I uh, I've had a couple of weeks off. Um, I'm shooting a show over in Perth, and um, so I had a couple of weeks off. I was like, yep, got up to Brisbane, watched that game. Great, had a ball. Uh, cheered, lost my voice, and then I came down to the prelim. You know, beating the Pies. Thank probably. you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Doing very well for myself. <laughs> um, and uh, that was great. That was what, uh, probably our best win uh, as for, for, the, for the club. Certainly in the last ten days. <laughs> cry, cry, oh. cry, 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 cry. It's not going to take much. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, that was uh, pretty fucking awful. Yeah. Now, I was talking to you before the show and trying to get a gauge of, you know, your history yeah. as a supporter, like why you ended up at the Giants mm. and stuff. You have a Brett Delidio-esque fucking tragedy story. This is, yeah. Yeah. You're um, a former Tiger supporter. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I grew up in Perth and for no apparent reason I uh, was a Tiger supporter. And uh, then moved to Sydney the year that the Giants started and, um, you know... Like, you know, rebirth, it's going to... All good. I did, I'm actually still still happy with my choices. Unless okay. I'm not going to be a Tiger supporter for the rest of my life. So it's not all bad. But you would have been there during the 160-point mm. floggings in the early days. And we saw you guys... And, um, clearly mm. a team of kids who were going to be great. 
Was it hard during the first few years when you were like like savage floggings, but clearly we're going to get better? Yeah, I mean that that was why it was so interesting to to get on board when I did because you'd go out and it's a great stadium. Um, mm. You know, at that time. It was just a few people. Like, it was very easy to get on the broadcast. Yeah. You could just, you know, you could... <laughs> it was. You could just yell whatever you wanted. You know, I fought Trelaw and Trelaw won. We had a few. Um, which I turned into Dubor for the grand final. No one got on board and it didn't work. Um, you could sit wherever you wanted. Yeah. You could sit in a whole leg room. Good yeah. leg room. Yeah. No lines. Great food. You could ask, great to, food. You could ask to play off the halfback yeah. flank in the first <laughs> couple of seasons. They'd yeah. let you have a run. They'd yeah. let you coach. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it's 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 been great. It's it's been fantastic. Yesterday, not so good. But um, can we? So, okay. Charlie and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, which is the idea of: Would you rather your team, like, if they lost the grand final, if you get offered the choice, do you still prefer to have the week and know that it comes with the loss, or would you have preferred to have lost in the prelim and not gone into grand final? Mm. I would say beating Collingwood in a grand uh, in a prelim. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Every time, every time. I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the furthest we've got. We would have been the team that just, you know, couldn't get past the prelim. Were you there for the doggies prelim? No, I was in Perth at the uh, at the giant supporter group uh, function. That would have been pumping. Yeah, what they didn't tell me at the time was they also ran the uh, Western Bulldogs uh, Perth supporter group. Uh, so when I rocked up, it was just a room full of Dogs fans. Oh, really? <laughs> Which was the same at Giant Stadium at the prelim. But, um, <laughs> but, so, but a- as someone myself, is, I've seen my team win grand finals. I've seen us lose incredibly close ones. And I've seen us at one where at halftime you go, this is probably over. Would you prefer yesterday or if it had rolled out that you lost... Ten minutes to go, couple of back-to-back goals, but until halfway through the last quarter, thought, "My God, we could win. We could." Would you prefer that, or in some ways, is it better that, no offence, you just weren't good enough? Yeah, shut the bed. Um, I, th- yeah, it's a, it's a tough one because I, I I met up with a mate of mine um, at halftime. She was sitting somewhere else, and she was like, "This is better. It's better to know that when we we've got no chance, I can relax. Um, you know, it's not great being like sort of." Uh, it's amazing. I've never been to a grand final. This is my first grand final, and uh, they, they, everyone gets in the aisle, so you can't you can't leave at, at, at like after the final siren. Obviously, you you can't you can't go. Oh, okay, they've won. I'm not going to watch the medal presentation. They, they lock you in there, which is um, it's great. <laughs> That's actually one thing I kind of respected about all the Giants fans. You could see it around the crowd that everybody kind of hung around and watched. I was surprised like how many how much orange there was. Yeah. It helps that we're wearing high vis. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, a, it was a lot. It was, you know, the, in Brisbane, uh, it, it was really loud. Like, I, I, I wasn't, I'd never been to the Gabba before as well, and I was surprised. Like, that was a more hostile crowd than Collingwood, which I was just, I did not expect that. Uh, what was your highlight of the week uh, leading up to the game? Because, like, because that's the thing. Like, there is so many exciting things that happen in the week in the lead up. So, what was the best thing that happened? I mean, social media, uh... We've become the meme team, yep. which um, I'm pretty happy with. The social media team at the Giants is very, very good. Um, so, yeah, obviously all those memes, getting on board with that uh, is a lot of fun. I um, mean, Jer- Jeremy Finlayson did them. He was so tired on oh, Saturday. Yeah. Do, you think, yeah, do you think the decision to put your key players in charge of yeah. social media for the 48 hours before the game might have backfired? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a lot to do with the club? Like, are you down there and... Uh, yeah, so I, I moved to Sydney and I'm an actor, so I, I um, 
don't just have much time. to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I would go out to the drobbings and jobbings and get um, and and you know get rained on and we get beaten by a hundred points every yeah. week. But it was kind of you started meeting people just through the club, and then I started uh, tweeting quite aggressively. And then um, you know, like it just it just built up, and I, I had, didn't have any money when I moved to Sydney, so I, I someone bought a foundation membership and I nicked it. Um, and then they they weren't going to the game, so I started, and then I just kept going and kept going, and um, yeah, then this year they made me an ambassador, which was which is nice, you know, you get to go to all the functions and what whatnot. Are, yeah, what are some of the perks of being an ambassador? Do you get a like limo with a little flag on the front? <laughs> yeah. Get diplomatic, yeah, get diplomatic immunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he can, he, he can so headbutt as many police yeah. officers as he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just gets waved through. Say, yeah. <laughs> can I? So the, the the one thing that I completely forgot what I was going to ask. Uh, can I ask one then please. while you're yes. thinking of it? Because you you okay. So you're an actor, and I'm gonna. Uh, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 28. Okay, so good demo for this. So if GWS say next year, coming off the back of this, go and they win the premiership, and then that's a historic story in Australian sport, and they like make a movie about it, surely like, you're the guy that they have to cast in this movie, right? So who would you like to play in GWS the movie when they make it yeah, into nice. a movie? I uh, have been in Melbourne for, you know, over the last two weeks, and I've been copping a bit of... Um, Oh, it's Toby Green's brother. Oh, yeah. And um, I've got it. My dad told me when I was about 10 that I had a very um, hittable face. <laughs> this has turned into a therapy session for an actor, hasn't it? Oh. Charlie said I had to cry. So it's <laughs> Here we go. No, I did. He, he did. Um, my brothers are both, both very gentle. And he said, you've got a mean streak and a hittable face. So watch out. Um, so, yeah, I reckon Toby Green's probably got... I think he's got the same thing. I'd Did like he? to play Shane like Mumford him. in the movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like Scarface. <laughs> Just kind of yeah. what You're really like... method about your yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. yeah You've got to do your research. Yeah, exactly. You've got to go to Bolivia. Yeah. You've got to exactly. meet the farmers. Yeah. I feel like the only thing that's missing on your face the, to Toby Green is you need bigger teeth. So I'd like you to Bohemian Rhapsody up for the role. <laughs> like, put in the bigger teeth. That's all yeah. I want. What I want to ask was that the, the Will and Charlie have discussed this. They went to a game at the Giants Stadium. And when your guys kicked a goal, the cheering just erupted from the crowd, some of which might have been pre-recorded and pumped through the speakers. Can you confirm or deny that there is a bit of a pre-recorded soundtrack that runs under the GWS goals? And is, is it the same guy just on loop? I, the, the story that I got told was they mic'd up uh, Michael Shalato, whatever, whatever his name is. He's our Joffa. And he, um, yeah, I know, it's a thing. Like, every time I was like, I was like what is... Anyway, so they mic'd him up. Dangerous. So what do they do? Go down to Centrelink and just go, oh, here yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's our Joffa. That's such a great thing. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even discussed the fact that That's Joffa's a... leaving, by the way. We'll have to get back to that. Heading to Fiji. You know, Joffa's leaving. Yeah, heading to Fiji. Can yeah. not live in Fiji? Joffa's leaving. Why don't we talk about it now? Joffa's leaving Australia. Yeah. yeah. Big day for trout, I say. <laughs> Think he can step up? Shine, well, that'll you know probably I mean? come up in the trade period, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> we actually tried to get him in 2010, but yeah. he wouldn't move. Well, Chopper's worth at least a second round pick, maybe a late can you get first like round. A, can you get a linen gold jacket? Because it'd be quite hot. Like, it's pretty fucking... <laughs> It's pretty balmy over there. Do we, have a, do we have a reason why Joffa is moving to Fiji? Yeah, like for lifestyle reasons, economic lifestyle reasons. He's going to go on over and he's, the queen of the village has like passed him into this village in Fiji and he's going to go and... What? Yeah. I know. Isn't it amazing I know so much about Joffa? <laughs> yeah. But I... Uh... <laughs> he's just going to sit back, drink kava and just 
ride it out. Yeah, he's yeah, like literally. He's over there. He's done a lot. He's worked really hard in his life. He's done a lot of charity and stuff. And he's going to go and live in Fiji because he can't afford to live in Melbourne anymore. He's going to go and and there's no internet or TV, so he can't watch Collingwood games in the village. So he's going to have to go to a local internet cafe and watch like the pies play on the internet cafe. Well, what, what's, in Fiji. what's the situation where a club like Collingwood, who are just so minted, they don't know what to do with the money they've got? You got oh, you got a cold. Fuck it. Go to America. Sit in a hyperbaric chamber yeah. for a month. We'll fly back first class. They can't throw a bit of coin Joffa's way. And also... No. He's got a gold jacket. And like also, just trade that in. Exactly. <laughs> just, just sell a sleeve. Million dollars, yeah, just take fun. a sleeve down to cash converters and you could buy him bloody Turak. I talk about it like he can't afford Melbourne. I've seen him do interviews at his house and guarantee you, he's not paying much rent on that place, all right? <laughs> it's a fixer rapper, all right? So he's not doing very well for himself. So they mic'd, up, they mic'd up your head cheer guy. He's the one behind all the wheelie bins and all that. So they mic'd him up and that's the feed? That's the company line. Yeah, that yeah. is the biggest... Bullshit story <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Or he is, he is the greatest performer who can reproduce note perfect the same chant <laughs> 58 times in a game. But also, here's all I'm saying is there is no. I've worked in broadcasting, yeah. and the one thing I know that is true is that you don't just give some rando who loves the football club <laughs> open access <laughs> to just say whatever yeah. they fucking like at any stage. That does not. Like, the first thing you hear is, you're a cunt, Razorite! <laughs> That's what it would be. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, no yeah. way. I wouldn't give it to myself. No way. Can we talk quickly, we'll wrap it up shortly, folks, but can we talk quickly through, like, your day yesterday? If that's okay, like, you know, from morning to... Sure, so it was all going pretty well. Um, did, I... did you go to a breakfast or did you go and do something around the, the ground? No, we, we went the night before and, and went, to the, went to the Coopers, which is where the, you know, they had like, oh, the had whole the... Giants thing there yeah. going on there. And so, yeah, we were drinking the beer. Was that also booked with the Western Bulldogs? Was it a bit awkward (laughs) or was it just exclusively GWS? No, no, it's plenty of GWS. 30,000 members. Um, We uh, 10,000 wanted tickets. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, 15,000 people, 15,000 dogs. But that's fine. It's all fine. (laughs) Uh, No, we... um, So we went and drank uh, Big Big Sound Lager. Um, (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, you know, we we got... got, um, we did exactly what people told us not to do, which is get tanked the night before. <laughs> and, um, and, and then in the morning, we went and uh, checked out the... Oh, so that, that day, we went and checked out the parade, um, which, was, which was all right. A lot of people heckling Toby Green. So the top stuff, that'll go in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, no, no, we just uh, we chilled out in the morning, went and got some beers and uh, watched all the Richmond fans stream in. And then, yeah, we just went to... I didn't go to the function, you know. So you didn't so go to the pub probably, function after the game? Well, yeah, no, I didn't. I so you're a good ambassador. I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember going down to the rooms after uh, the Richmond, uh, sorry, the uh, Essendon game this year that I was down here shooting the show. And, and um, yeah, they came back, kicked five goals in the last quarter and, and went down to the rooms after that. And that was, that was a fairly sombre affair. Yeah, it was pretty bleak. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, um, I thought we, we grabbed some cheese and bowls of wine from the MCC and, um, and went home <laughs> and watched... Um, Something. Yeah, classic. Great joke. <laughs> Get around. Oh, it's, you know. Can I ask... It's, it can't, it can't, it's not a happy thing. No, no. It was awful. In retrospect, you know, at least you did drink the night before and had a good time then. Exactly. <laughs> well, and but also, Before mate. you knew. Because yeah. the people were saying, don't get drunk the night before, it'll ruin your day. But the players did that for you. Exactly. <laughs> and, if, and if a few thanks, of them... Thanks, thanks, Dad. And if, if a few of them hadn't been out yeah. getting pissed with you, it all could have gone a bit different. Mate, you don't have to worry about not turning up to the fucking aftermatch. They didn't turn up to the actual fucking match. <laughs> 
just, just quick, but it yeah. was like, because I know. Sorry, I'm... we haven't got long. I just need to break you. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I know I know what it's like to see you guys not perform on the big stage. Yesterday was horrible, but just just quickly, who for the, who, are the, who are the three guys in the team week in week out you just love? Yeah. Who, who are the guys who just you think that's why I love this team? And then give us the three who are the hottest, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to two decimal points. I've got one of those lists. Um, Zach Williams, yeah. love him. He he's, was massive last week yeah. against Scotland. He's been Zach massive. Williams. He's been very good for a couple of years. He's he's an incredible incredible mm-hmm. player. Nick Haynes. Just never yeah, stops. Yeah, yeah. Reliable. Um, and probably, I mean, Tim Taranto. He's just been mm. incredible. Hot. Hot. <laughs> One. Um, um, and you, should Phil Davis have played? As a fan, do you think that Phil Davis should have played? Yeah, it's a tough one, that. Like, we had, uh, what, middle of the year, Toby Green came out and captained because uh, our whole leadership, leadership group was out. Um, that would have been an interesting team meeting during the week, Toby <laughs> captaining. I've, <laughs> I've got this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, you know, yeah, so Keith would have come in uh, and then probably Josh Kelly would have captained and you just go, oh, yeah, not sure. I, prob- I probably would have played Keith, yeah. But, you know, if he says he's right, he's right. He clearly he's not. If we can give you any kind of solace, uh, it's so not, unco- not uncommon for teams to lose a grand final and the very next year to win one. So, buck up, buddy. There's always a chance next year and you are a great team. Thanks, mate. Can we please give a round of applause to yeah. Alex Williams? Thanks, Alex. Now Buy the Giants. Buy a drink. And Alex, I'm sorry. You might want to leave the room. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this finale. You might want to leave the room because we're going to have to finish with the song, man. I'm sorry. We're going to have to finish with the song. Well, there's a big, Richmond big fans, sound. Richmond no. fans, get it going, get it going, get it going, get it going, get the song going. Why isn't anyone singing? Thank you so much for coming along tonight. Very kind of you. Please give a round of applause to our guests, Alex Williams, Senator Richard De Natale, Adam Spencer, Charlie Clawson, Will Anderson, Adam Rosenbachs. We'll see you next year. Go Hawks! deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.